It's after 6 a.m. Good morning, everybody. My name is Nahum Siegel. Welcome to a Thursday. This is your Jewish Moments in the Morning radio program.
seats because your main course is now being served.
yameinu bekarov, bekarov, ivne veito bekarov, adiru wa adiru, ivne veito bekarov, uvene ota bekarov, beyameinu bekarov, bi meheira meheira bekarov, beyameinu J.M. in the A.M. I have to assume that this video that I was sent of Rosh Chodesh davening on a boat, I'm assuming it's from this morning. And I got to tell you something. Those who have been... I mean, one of the greatest things about this video, and I got to thank listener Morris for sending it to me, one of the greatest things about this video is how many young people are involved in a very, very early morning on the water, Rosh Chodesh Davening. And the reason I say that is because um, one of the one of the um, discussions that have been going on amongst Jewish leadership is getting people back to shul after COVID. And in general, uh, those of you who heard my most recent conversation with Mike Bain of the OU, in general, uh, we lament the fact 
that um, the current young generation does not have, at least in our opinion from our vantage point, does not have the percentage of daily shul attendance that prior generations have had. And one of the things people point out is that uh, for many, they're just not getting an inspiring experience from some of our synagogues and some of the minyanim. It is amazing. And, and again, I don't know how much legitimacy I'm giving to that. I think still people have, you know, men have a responsibility to be in shul every morning. But I know it sounds funny from someone like myself who, you know, <laughs> has spoken to many a rabbi over the years about my minyan situation every morning. But I can tell you that uh, the last time I missed Minyan on a uh, Shabbos Sunday or day off, and usually, by the way, I'm at the 6 a.m. Minyan on Sunday. Um, I have some witnesses for that. Um, but um, I, I am of the belief if I was not in this line of work, I would be in shul every morning. That's not for now. That's not for now. What is for now is encouraging people to get back to shul. And this video of what looks like hundreds of young men, hundreds of young men, enjoying a Rosh Chodesh davening on the water on a boat, which I assume, again, based on the video, was just taken a few minutes ago, is amazing. It shows that they're willing to get up early and, you know, put on their talis and tefillin and enjoy a wonderful spiritual experience through the tefillot of Shachris and Musaf, um, you know, when they feel inspired. So we need to... Uh, we need, as 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 spiritual leadership uh, in our community, uh, I think we need to rethink or continue to think about the spiritual inspiration that we're giving, um, that are that the experiences in our synagogues are giving, and, and enhance them a bit. And uh, for those on the other end, for those in the younger generation who who feel they're not going to find what they're looking for in synagogue, I think they have to, or you have to, if I'm speaking to you directly, uh, you have to uh, give a little be a bit flexible and uh, start heading to shul and let that experience build or contribute something, not money. I mean, you know, contribute something to the process that will make things a little bit more meaningful. Anyway, I'm reacting just because I was sent that video by listener Morris and it's beautiful, just beautiful. And it's a Rosh Chodesh morning and I hope everybody's inspired by Rosh Chodesh. You know, we're three months away from the new year. We're getting into a pretty serious period of time. Tammuz Av, a pretty serious period of time, followed by a, um, a a bit of a relaxing time. That's usually what the three weeks after Tisha B'Av are, a bit relaxing in our community. Baruch Hashem, we get a chance to unwind, and then we get back to the seriousness of Chodesh Elul, and I hope at that point enough of the rabbis in our community worldwide would have spoken directly uh, to all the members of their shuls, young and old, and, in, and encourage them and inspire them to to disband the temporary minyanim, which are not being held in places that are uh, in regular situations appropriate for shul, and come back to the synagogue and uh, and and rejoin spiritual society. Um, like I said, we've got some serious days coming up. We want people in shul for for Rosh Chodesh, for Shiva for Tisha B'Av, for the nine days, certainly for Elul, certainly for Slichos. So I'm hoping that uh, everybody uh, understands the role that they have here. People who are congregants or potential congregants, I, I think, need to drift a little closer to the synagogue, even if you start once a week or on a you know on a limited schedule. And I think our rabbis, our leaders, have to reach out individually, literally individually, to every single member and encourage them to come back to try it. To uh, you know, to to give them feedback about how things work in shul each day, 
and uh, what their preferences are. And uh, let's get back to a real, a real synagogue society. Um, no matter where it is that you dive in, whether it's in a uh, what we would call a shtibul with ten people, or whether it's a gigantic synagogue, but it's got to be in an appropriate setting. It's got to be in a shul, in my opinion. And um, in general, you know, the Jewish world. I've had, you know, again, even though with what I do, I'm not in shuls as often as I should be. I, I still have given speeches about tefillah at shuls and schools. Because everyone knows that despite my schedule, I take it really, really seriously. And um, I think that uh, that everybody out there has to um, has to understand that as the Jewish community continues to face challenges, as the Jewish community continues to be the target of uncomfortable... Um, uncomfortable realities. Uh, I think that we need to understand just how effective and how important our tefillot are. And showing the one above how seriously we take it, both in our own tefillah, in our own prayer, and the way we pray, where we pray, the type of real sanctuary we pray in, not a backyard, but a real sanctuary, and how seriously we take uh, tefillot like Shachris and Musaf this morning and and Torah reading and Hallel properly and not speaking from the uh, from the first bracha of Hallel to the last. I, I think we, we, as individuals and I think as a community, we need to step up our commitment to, um, to the service of God. And uh, a lot of the different services of God that we have are not easy for everybody. This is one, tefillah. This is one that everybody can get into on their own level. Anyway, I'm inspired. I would never have brought up this topic, ever. But Listener Morris sent me that video, and I'm watching young men on a boat on the water early in the morning on a Rosh Chodesh. And it's hot out there. Early in the morning on a Rosh Chodesh morning, just enjoying the tefillot of Rosh Chodesh. And it was so inspiring for me, so heartwarming. So thank you. Thank you, thank you. Thursday morning on this June 10th, the 30th of Sivan, it is in fact Rosh Chodesh Tammuz. Don't forget Yalav Yavo. Don't forget uh, Half Hallel, special Torah reading. Mosef Barchinavshi, whatever your custom calls for on a Rosh Chodesh morning. You heard Kolachai with Bikarov. Nodal Shimcho was from Lipa. Shalshelis had Chazde Hashem. Koamar, that was David Lowy. Mordechai Shapiro's first dance. What a medley that is off the brand new album, Sing It. Uh, Essa Enai, Miami, and of course, Regesh, Modani opening things up. And we say good morning. Um, 77 degrees, some clouds, some sun, and a high of 82. Tonight, partly cloudy, low 61, and tomorrow, cloudy skies. A high temperature, 71 degrees. 85 right now in Yerushalayim, 77 in New York City. As we say good morning and a good chodesh. From all of us here at JM and the AM. Hey, Mazel Tov going out to Madeline Plotnik and Yonatan Josh Samanowitz. They are getting married tonight. Chef Beret transmitted the big news to me. And the Samanowitz family is amazing. And the boy do we miss, Michael. And um, and tonight, Baruch Hashem, they have a wonderful simcha. So, um, Madeline, Yonatan, um, 
the entire Plotnik and Samanowitz families, all the parents and grandparents, everybody, mazal tov to you from all of us here at JMNAM. Again, Madeline Plotnik, Yonatan Josh Samanowitz, getting married tonight. Mazal tov from all of us here at JM in the AM. Um, on this Rosh Chodesh Tammuz, I, ha- I, don't, I don't know how many people will, will remember the person that I am now going to speak about for a moment, Dr. Eli Shusheim. Dr. Shusheim, who was a guest of ours a million times, especially in that middle era of JM and the AM, uh, you know, like 15 to 5 years ago, Dr. Shusheim was a frequent guest of ours. Dr. Shusheim, in fact, hosted us in Israel from his organization, Crib Efrat. What Dr. Shusheim did uh, was um, he would he would find women who, and they eventually found him, who were considering aborting their children. And um, when he would get to the bottom of the situation and find out that it was all because of finances, they were afraid of trying to raise a child in this world with, with the costs of raising a child. So he started an organization where for a year... They provide everything. first, and, and once women heard this, once potential mothers heard this, expecting mothers heard this, they gravitated to him and said, thank you for the help. And they were always there holding the hand of these ladies, all of whom were so happy that they didn't go ahead with their decision to abort their children. So Crib Efrat was born. A committee for the rescue of Israel babies. Crib Efrat was born. Was born. That's funny. And uh, Dr. Shusheim dedicated his entire life to it. And the number of thousands and thousands of babies, of children that he saved, I I don't even know what the number is. Knowing them and knowing the Shusheims, there's a number somewhere because they were so meticulous in record-keeping in terms of um, all the families that they helped. Anyway, Dr. Shusheim passed away suddenly uh, in a... In an unusual circumstance. I mean, from from what I hear, he literally was in Shul Shabbos and unfortunately collapsed as he was davening for the Yomud. And unfortunately, a couple of days later, he was gone. And uh, almost 80 years old. I was told in the month of Tammuz he would have been 80 years old. And Dr. Shusheim was just an incredible... I mean, you can imagine the type of person he was. And again, a lot of listeners, I'm sure, um, remember him from the conversations we had on the air, he went to the halls of Congress in order to get support for his organization. He went to, I think he went to the halls of every Congress on, on the planet. He would go to South America, the United States, obviously Israel and Europe, just to get, and I don't mean financial support, I mean just to get people focused on this issue of if you just help these women financially, this whole you know, issue can, can, can start to dissipate. Ravelio Yosef Shusheim, Ben-Harav Shimshon, uh, we remember you with tremendous fondness and your heroism in the Jewish world, and I am so glad that uh, we were part of your life uh, for a really, really long stretch of time. And may his memory be a blessing for everyone, and knowing the organization that he left behind, not just the group, but the actual organization, the organized effort, uh, Bezrat Hashem, his efforts will continue. It's America's one and only Jewish Moments in the Morning Radio program. Heard on listeners' sponsored digital radio. Around the world, the web at AlchemSegal.com and the AlchemSegal Network. And of course, on the beloved NSNF. Galitza in the background. Do our news from Israel coming up. 
And then plenty more. We got a lot of stuff going on today. Oh, we, we're going to speak with the person who might be the head of the Jewish agency, who may be the next head of the Jewish agency now that Buzi Herzog has moved on. We got that and a lot more between now and 9 a.m. Galitzal, Israel Army Radio, 2 p.m. newscast for a Thursday is next. Boker Tov Chodesh Tov from Jam in the AM. Galitzal, Mirushalayim, Shashtayim, Baulpan, Eden Levi, Im, Mashakore Achshav. פרשת קצין המודיעין שמת בתא הכלא. בצהל אומרים כי אין מניעה ביטחונית לפרסם את שמו ותמונתו של הקצין. עם זאת, איסור הפרסום נקבע לבקשת משפחתו והדבר תלוי בהם. בצבא שאביו ומדגישים כי הקצין נכלא בשמו ושהה בתיים כלואים נוספים ולא בתנאי בידוד. ההתפרעויות בין יהודים לערבים במהלך מבצע שומר החומות. השב"כ ומשטרת ישראל פענחו היום מספר אירועים נוספים. מדווח כתבנו לענייני צבא וביטחון, דורון קדוש. שלושה אזרחים, ישראלים ערבים, תושבי הכפר זלפה, נעצרו לאחרונה בחשד שביצעו פיגוע ירי על רקע לאומני מרכב חולף לעבר אזרח ישראלי. הקורבן הצליח להסתתר מהאש ולא נפגע, והיום הוגש נגדם כתב אישום. באירוע אחר נעצרו שני אזרחים, ישראלים ערבים, תושבי כפר קרא. הם נעצרו לאחר שתקפו אזרח יהודי שנקלע למקום ופצעו אותו. אחד מהם אף השתתף בלינץ' נוסף במשפחה יהודית, גם נגד שניהם הוגשו כתבי אישום. בתוך כך, כתב אישום הוגש לבית המשפט המחוזי בתל אביב נגד חמישה צעירים בשנות ה-20 לחייהם, בגין לינץ' שפטים ליד מסגד סידני עלי בהרצליה. עם הפרטים, כתבנו בתל אביב בן נצר. על פי כתב האישום, החמישה הגיעו למסגד סידני עלי בהרצליה, אחרי שהתארגנו מבעוד מועד לתקוף ערבים ממני הלאומני. הם נתקלו בתושב טייבה כבן 60, רצו לכיוונו והחלו להכות אותו בזמן שאכל את ארוחת שבירת צום רמדאן, עד שנפצע בינוני ופונה לבית החולים. בפרקליטות ביקשו לעצור אותם עד לתום ההליכים, ובתקיפה גם מעורבים נוספים, נגדם יוגשו כתבי אישום בקרוב. בחיבוי האש מעדכנים כי 800 שרפות פרצו בחמשת הימים האחרונים. קיים חשד כי חלקן נגרמו מהצתה על רקע לאומני. מדווחת כתבתנו הדס שטייף. אתמול נאלצו כבאי האש להתמודד עם 162 שרפות בין השעות 10 בבוקר ל-9 בערב. 30 מהן במחוז ירושלים. חלק לא מבוטל מהן נגרמו על פי החשד כתוצאה מהצתה. חלקן על רקע לאומני. בחלק מהמקרים נשקפה סכנה של ממש לבתים ולמבני ציבור. איתן בירן, בן חמש, שנפצע קשה באסון הרכבל באיטליה, שוחרר מבית החולים לאחר 18 ימים, כך מדווח עיתון לרפובליקה האיטלקי. כתבתנו רומי פרידמן מזכירה כי איתן, שאיבד את משפחתו בקריסת הרכבל, הוא השורד היחיד מהאסון. שר הביטחון גנץ משיב לנתניהו על פנייתו ואומר, אין לך כל סמכות בנוגע לצווי התיחום ופעולות האכיפה במאחז הבלתי חוקי אביתר. גנץ כתב, אין הוראה כלשהי בדין הקובעת כי הוצאת תו תיחום באזור יהודה ושומרון טעונה אישור ראש ממשלה. כתבתנו המדינית מוריה אסרף וולברג מזכירה כי אמש פנה נתניהו לגנץ בבקשה להפסיק את כלל פעולות האכיפה ביישוב אביתר, בטענה כי מדובר בצעד חריג שטעון את אישורו של ראש הממשלה. כדורסל מליגת העל, ועדת משמעת תדון בתקרית הפסקת החשמל שראה אמש בחצי הגמר, שבסיומה ספגה הפועל חולון הפסד טכני להפועל גלבוע הגליל. איתן לנסיאנו, יושב ראש הפועל חולון, תוקף אצל בוני גינצבורג ועידן קבלר בגלי צה"ל את המועדון הפועל גלבוע הגליל. אם יש מועדון שאין לו אחריות על ההיכל שלו ואין לו גנרטור כפי שדורש החוק. ואף אחד לא דואג, דווקא במקום שמועד לפורענות, לא דואגים למשחק חצי גמר שיהיה את זה, אז כן, שיבואו להיכל נקרא לי, כן? 
תחזית מזג האוויר צפויה ירידה קלה בטמפרטורות, אך עדיין חם מהרגיל העונה. אלה החדשות שעורכת שיר עזרף. Hashem won't let you in. The angel flew the world again, and this time to a war. He saw an act of bravery like none he'd seen before. A soldier jumped upon a bomb to save the lives of friends. And with the first drop of the soldier's blood, The angel flew again The keeper of the gate told him Were it up to me I'd let you in right now With that drop of blood I see But the Lord of hosts has told me That I cannot let you in Until the utmost precious cherished thing is brought back here to him. The angel flew the world again till he saw a sinner's face. It was covered by a talus which was hiding his disgrace. And from a deep-felt sense of shame, something started to appear. And the angel flew with all his might and he grabbed that precious tear. The gates of heaven opened up and light filled up the sky. The Holy One himself took the teardrop and he cried. My house is always open, says the mighty Lord of hosts. And a teardrop of repentance is the thing I cherish most. Hashem once made an angel and gave him quite a chore. Go and search the whole wide world and bring back to my door. The thing that is most valuable, 
most Yes, I'll let you back in heaven then I'll let you back in heaven then Yes, I'll let you back in heaven then Said the Lord of hosts
J.M. in the A.M. It's Zevi Kaufman with um, Akavia. Before that, his contribution to the Yes Legacy album, the Angel Song, here at J.M. in the A.M. Thursday morning on this 10th of June, Mazal Tov to those who are celebrating a wedding anniversary today. I'm just uh, thinking that I know a couple that's celebrating a milestone anniversary today. Rabbi and Mrs. Siegel out on Staten Island. Mazal Tov to them. 30th of Sivan, it's Rosh Chodesh Tammuz. Um, first day of a two-day Rosh Chodesh. I want to thank, on behalf of the Nahum Siegel Network, our uh, friends at NCSY. Last night was the uh, NCSY Gala. Went really well, and we were recognized among a really nice group of people as uh, honorees. The Nahum Siegel Network, the Distinguished Service Award last night from uh, NCSY. Got to give them a big thank you. And I, and I, I shouldn't name names. So I'm going to def- definitely forget somebody. But it was great seeing, and a big thank you to uh, Mike Spain, Laser Cornwasser, Josh Joseph, Rabbi Josh Joseph, Rabbi Dr. Josh Joseph. I feel so close to him that I, I he's one of the few people that I gloss over his titles, which is so wrong, and I feel terrible, but he is just such an unbelievable friend. Um, Yoni Cohen was great seeing him last night. David Cutler, of course. <sighs> Rena Emerson. Oh, a whole host of people, of course, 90% of the names are not coming to my head right now. But just a wonderful group of people at NCSY who are working so hard. Oh, Rabbi Micha Greenland, of course. How could I forget him? Who are working so hard to continue to build an organization that is already a mammoth accomplishment. Already it's incredible the points that they've gotten to at this point. Or where they've gotten to at this point. But they just keep building. They just keep building and expanding and dreaming and accomplishing. It's pretty amazing, frankly. So uh, thank you, NCSY. The uh, distinguished, uh, the distinguished service award. We will not quickly forget uh, the way NCSY recognized us last night. And again, a very, very big thank you. Thursday morning, JM and By the way, I want to point out our very own Miriam L. Wallach yesterday um, was asked by the folks at the Barilan University um, to host and uh, and conduct a conversation with Hadassah Lieberman. Now, aside from the fact that it was really well attended um, for one of these Zoom webinars, uh, Miriam Wallach hit a home run, a real home run. As many of you know, especially those of you who've been you know listeners of ours for years. My interviews with people are very different from from other people, and and their interviews are very different from others. You know, down the road, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, so obviously, Miriam and I have different styles and uh, different things we concentrate on. Um, but it, but what she did yesterday was just remarkable—an amazing conversation with uh, an incredible um, a display of drawing things out from Hadassah Lieberman that were just inspiring, interesting to hear about. And an hour well spent. Anyway, uh, during That's Life today, you'll have an opportunity to hear part of it. Uh, we're going to play part of that during the uh, That's Life uh, in the half hour between 10.30 and 11 a.m. Eastern Time. And, of course, if you can get a recording, which I'm assuming is already online, just go to AFBIU, American Friends of Barilan University. Go to AFBIU.org. I would assume it's, it's up already and available, the recording of yesterday's conversation. I'm highly, highly recommending it. And kudos again to Miriam L. Wallach 
Uh, great job. Just a great job. Um, and, and really fascinating. Anyway, yet another recommendation from us here at JM and the AM. 77 degrees, clouds and sun, and a high temperature of 82. Partly cloudy with uh, a low of 61 tonight. And then um, clouds and a high of 71 for tomorrow. Erev Shabbos, wow. High of 71 tomorrow. How different from what we've had over the last couple of days. Uh, 85 in Yerushalayim, 77 here in New York City as we say good morning at JM and the AM. It is a Rosh Chodesh morning. It is a Rosh Chodesh morning. All the traditional additions for Rosh Chodesh. And on this Rosh Chodesh, um, when we're playing appropriate selections, when we're reminding you about the importance of the day, when we're talking about the period of time that we're in leading into the three weeks, and as I mentioned, then the nine days in Tisha B'Av, and then the what usually is the most relaxing time of the year between uh, Tisha B'Av and Rosh Chodesh Elul, then of course Elul and Slichos and the high holidays three months from today. As we do all of this, I remind you that there's no other radio show in the world that does this. Nobody has this size of an audience and uh, and this type of information being transmitted to this size of an audience every single day. You and I gather together every day. And all we ask is that you support us. That's all we ask is that you support us. And this morning I was opening up some of the envelopes we got because, as you know, our fundraiser is on, the spring-summer fundraiser of 2021, which will end around Shavasar Batamos. And um, I'm opening up these envelopes early this morning. And so many of these donations are in memory of Mayor Weingarten. This one says this donation is in memory of the wonderful Mayor Weingarten, all of us, Shalom. Uh, this one says simply this donation is in honor of Mayor Weingarten. This one says, sorry about that. This one says this donation is in memory of Mayor Weingarten. And between the um, ones we're getting by mail and the ones we're getting at fjbunity.org, a lot of them are in Mayor's memory. And I know he would thank you for it. Believe me, he would be so humbled by it. And, of course, we thank you. Help keep us going. Help keep us going with your generous donations, please. Help keep us going. Um, it's really simple. You can go to fjbunity.org, fjbunity.org. And give and give generously, fjbunity.org for the Foundation of Jewish Broadcasting. If you have an envelope in hand because you're on our mailing list, thank you. Please send it back with as generous a donation as possible. And we thank you very, very much. We do not take you for granted. We thank you very, very much. And also, those of you who are capable, we, we welcome and love every size donation. We, we could use some of the larger ones. We could use the 1800s and the 3600 and going online and giving 1,000. We can, we can use that during this campaign. Like I said, this campaign is going to go basically until the 25th of June, basically till two weeks from tomorrow. And it's a light campaign. We are not doing this you know, constantly and hitting you over the head. We're mentioning this a couple of times during the show. So please give what you can and help us continue. FJBUnity.org, FJBUnity.org. And um, if you have an envelope, please send it back with your generous donation. 
More coming up. It is a Thursday morning Rosh Chodesh morning here at JM in the AM.
Jam in the AM, brand new Yaakov Shweki, Hine Elokeinu, off the uh, L'Chaim album that was just released. Benzion Schenker Ma'ashiv, words from Hallel on this Rosh Chodesh morning here at Jam in the AM. We should do a whole panel on uh, getting people back to shul. Really should figure out a way to do that. Uh, bounce around this idea here today in our studio and, and figure out a way to really effectively get some good... I, I have some amazing suggestions for rabbis to get people back to shul and get the younger generation to, to come to Daily Minion. I have some incredible ideas. I really do. I just need a way to get them to all the rabbis. I need them to hear it. Anyway, we'll figure it out, I guess, at some point. Rabbi David Goldwasser's words, Here is Rabbi David Goldwasser with Morning Chizuk. Good morning. We know that it says in the Zohar, Ein makom panoi mimenu. There is no space that is devoid of Hashem Yisbarach, of our Creator. A Nazi once approached Reb Zev, and he told him, that he had to wheel a cart to a nearby concentration camp. The night was extremely dark. The road was especially dangerous. He was given dire warnings about what would happen to him and the other prisoners if he didn't return by morning. After walking with the cart for a while, it turned over and broke. Zeb sat down and began to contemplate his entire situation. He was so far from his family, from his home, from his friends, and from everything. He gave up and he cried out, Rebona Shalom, you are also here right next to me because it says, Le Satar There is no space that doesn't contain Hashem. Zev recounts, I recalled at the point that the words of the Nigan that we used to sing in our house, in better times, came to me, Ki besimcha seitzeu. With simcha seitzeu, we leave. It has been translated by the great Reb Nachman of Breslov, Ki besimcha seitzeu. With simcha, with happiness, a person can get out of their distress, out of the things that are upsetting them. So he sang that song, Ki besimcha seitzeu, over and over again. As I repeat the story, I can still not believe what happened to me. It is clear to me beyond a shadow of a doubt that the hand of Hashem was with me. When I lifted the cart again and began to roll it in the direction of the concentration camp, it is as if it was going on its own. I returned before morning where the Rishoyim the evil ones had already prepared to make an onslaught. They could not believe their eyes. We should always remember in life, no matter how difficult, no matter how dark it might seem, chas v'sholom, le satar panoi mine. There is not one inch of space that is devoid of Hashem. Ki madi, for Hashem is always with us. This has been Rabbi David Goldwasser bringing you morning chizik. Have a nice day.
J.M. in the A.M., Hodul Hashem, done by uh, Eitan Katz, of course, on this uh, Hallel Rosh Chodesh morning here at J.M. in the A.M. Oh, yes. 
We're saying Hallel. We're celebrating Rosh Chodesh. Two-day Rosh Chodesh, today and tomorrow. What better way to celebrate Rosh Chodesh than by grilling up some A&H hot dogs? Yeah. You know, you set aside some A&H, some delicious hot dog buns. Or hot dog rolls, as some people in the prior generation used to call them. <laughs> and and you uh, you go ahead and you, you grill them up. You wash, you say yalaviyavo, the whole thing. And you have an amazing time at it. Why? Because A&H is delicious. And right now A&H hot dogs are available at Trader Joe's nationwide through the summer season. Uh, also, of course, all A&H products are available at all great kosher supermarkets. And all A&H products are available at kosherdogs.net. Use promo code RADIO for your 10% discount. What more could you ask for? Try A&H today and enjoy. Hey, speaking of promo code RADIO, don't forget that Dasina Mizrahi is coming out with her brand new cookbook, which right now is available for pre-order. Right now it's available for pre-order. Go to artscroll.com slash goodfood. Artscroll.com slash goodfood. Pre-order it. Get your big discount and your free shipping if you use promo code radio. Get your big discount and your free shipping if you use promo code radio at artscroll.com. Artscroll.com slash goodfood. Sina Mizrahi, who was with us yesterday, she's got the brand new book, and it'll be uh, sent to you in the month of July, right after its official release. Hey, Partners in Torah, the program that has connected over 80,000 Jews to study with one another is launching a campaign to enroll another 10,000 Jews in 2021 on their state-of-the-art matching platform. Wow. Help make this happen. Go to partnersintorah.org forward slash matching. Uh, partnersintorah.org again slash matching uh, and help shape the Jewish future. And... Um, and make this happen, folks. Make this happen. Partners in Torah trying for another 10,000 people on their state-of-the-art matching platform. Partnersintorah.org slash matching. Partnersintorah.org slash matching. Do your part. And if you could think of anybody that would benefit as a mentor or student in Partners in Torah, toss the info their way ASAP. I'm begging you. Please. Uh, let them know about it. They'll thank you. Oh, trust me, they'll thank you, all right? JM in the AM Thursday morning broadcast. Remember, we are asking everybody to give and give generously to our spring-summer campaign. FJBUnity.org, FJBUnity.org. You can return the envelopes you've gotten in the mail with your generous donation. A big thank you to those who've been contributing in memory of Mayor Weingarten fjbunity.org support jm in the am
Last night the heavens smile With that first step down the aisle It's a new beginning Surrounded by the ones you love And all those watching from
The Chuppah medley off the brand new Sing It, done by Mordechai Shapiro. If you missed my conversation with him earlier in the week, check out the archives at NahumSiegel.com. Well worth it. It's a nice conversation, Mordechai Shapiro and the Freilich Band, with the Chuppah medley off of Sing It. Hodu done by Yehuda, JMNAM Thursday, on this Rosh Chodesh Tammuz. Those of you who missed what I said earlier, Dr. Eliyahu Shusheim, of Crib Efrat, the Committee for the Rescue of Israel's Babies, passed away. Uh, funeral was, I believe, yesterday in Sanhedria in Israel, uh, just short of 80 years old, and um, taken from us suddenly on Shabbos. He uh, collapsed, and a couple of days later he was gone, unfortunately. Um, I mention it because aside from, from it, at one point in JMNAM history, he was a very, very important part of this uh, program. Had him on a bunch of times to talk about supporting Crib Efrat and literally saving Israel's babies. And if you don't know what I mean, go look up Crib Efrat on the web and you'll see exactly what I mean. Uh, in addition to that, um, he had brought us to Israel to do a couple of shows over the years and um, was a big fan of what we do here. And I and always gave us tremendous encouragement. Anyway, we remember him with tremendous fondness and a, um, and a lot of great memories. And his work will likely continue knowing him. Knowing him, he has set up the infrastructure for the organization to continue to save lives in Israel. Go to Crib Efrat, and you'll see what I mean. Thursday morning, JM in the AM. Oh, listener, Yaichi's out there in Milano, Italy. Hoo-hoo. He says good morning. I say good afternoon to him. Where in Milano are you? Which restaurant, Yaichi? I need to know. 
Uh, <laughs> Italy's got some great restaurants. Someone actually mentioned to me this morning that they're planning a trip to Italy. I'm like, wow, have we really gotten out of COVID to the point where we can go back to Italy? I was there in January of 2020, you may recall. I was in Italy more recently than I was in Israel because I was in Italy um, with Stacy a couple of weeks after we did the um, the work week from Israel back in January of 2020. And one of the greatest experiences was just dining in the ghetto. We had we had great tours. I got to give kudos to Stacy Siegel. She set up the entire trip. I said to her, I'm going to work as hard as possible till we leave. And you set up everything. And she set up the most amazing trip. Shabbos was great. And um, the tours were fantastic. And uh, but, but the best part, I, I, the best part, and those of you who know Rome, I, I'm sure many of you agree with me. The best part was uh, choosing between six, seven great eateries in the Jewish ghetto and, uh, and just sitting and dining and having a, a wonderful, relaxing time. Anyway, that's Rome. Yoichi says he's in Milan. Milano. Hope he's uh, able to get a good meal there. I have a feeling he will be able to. And uh, he's spreading the word. He's handing out those listener cards. You know the listener cards we have that we always include in our mailings? Like uh, the most recent mailing for the fundraiser, we included the listener card, which tells you you know, how to install the app and how to listen on the web and how to listen if you have a regular telephone and all that. Yaichi just travels the world and, and keeps giving them out. Keeps recruiting for us here at JMNAM and the Nahum Siegel Network. So I have to thank him. I thank him very much. And speaking of uh, of listener Yaichi, tonight, 7 p.m. Eastern Time, it's Mark Zamek with a uh, Parshas Korach edition of the Erev Shabbos show. Uh, that's happening tonight, starting at 7 p.m. Eastern Time. It is uh, encored at 3 a.m. and 10 a.m. on Friday, three times, nine hours worth, all brought to you by the wonderful people at Kedem. So check it out. I know a lot of people love the Arab Shabbat show. We, meaning I, <laughs> enjoy a tremendous lead-in on Friday morning, I'm assuming, because people in Europe and in Israel are listening to the Arab Shabbat show early in the morning. So I, I am a massive beneficiary of Mark's work. And a big thank you to our friends at Kedem for sponsoring it. They also sponsor the entire Arab Shabbat music mix, which you'll hear all day long tomorrow. And they sponsor our final hour, which tomorrow night will be about 7 o'clock, I guess. In fact, there was a debate that was going on. I think I mentioned this on the air last week. Uh, there are people who want the final hour to play at 6 p.m. because for a lot of people, they start Shabbos around 7. And there are a lot of people who wanted to replay at 7 p.m. because of regular Shabbos time. And I think we're going to do it. I think we're just going to do it back to back. Why not? All brought to you by the wonderful people at Kedem. So a lot of great things going on. As we always say, on Thursday and Friday, there is no need to touch that dial. Just leave it here all day, all night. Simple as that. There's really no need to touch that dial. Coming up, by the way, a full schedule this morning, including Miriam L. Wallach and her conversation with Hadassah Lieberman. That's on at 1030 on That's Life. So make sure to be tuned in for that. We'll live lunch between 11 and 1 o'clock here at uh, the Nahum Siegel Network. Our friends at ShopEichlers.com, you know what they're all about. They're all about every item in the world of Judaica and one website, ShopEichlers.com. They're all about same-day delivery to an entire – they have more neighborhoods on that list of same-day delivery than you can name. New York, New Jersey, same-day delivery at ShopEichlers.com. So whatever it is you need, you'll find it there. You'll find it there at a good price, and you'll find it in your home later that day. 
if you go with the same-day delivery option. Go to shopiclers.com for details. Again, shopiclers.com for all the details. Oh, and remember the value of promo code RADIO. Yesterday, we spoke to Sina Mizrahi. She's out with the brand-new book, uh, Good Food, which uh, is expected to be shipped in mid-July. You could pre-order it right now. You could pre-order it right now, artscroll.com slash goodfood, artscroll.com slash goodfood. By the way, another interview I suggest you listen to on the archives. Great conversation with her. Sina Mizrahi was on yesterday, artscroll.com slash goodfood. When you use promo code radio, you can order one book. When you use promo code radio, you get a massive discount and free shipping. Always use promo code radio. That's the rule. Ask listener Ruvain, he'll tell you. Ask listener Ralph, he'll tell you. Ask listener B, she'll tell you. By the way, it was great seeing Ralph and B last night at the NCSY dinner. It was so wonderful of them to come. And the Levinsons, my uh, wonderful two of my four Machatanisters, or Machatanim, I should say. I'm getting the lingo down, don't worry. It was great seeing Naomi and Stephen Levinson. And, of course, our other Machatanim were there, <laughs> Miriam and Stephen Wallach. One of the reasons, because Miriam and I accepted the award, on behalf of the Nahum Siegel Network. So now you get the whole picture. Anyway, as listener B and listener uh, Ralph and listener Ruvain would all tell you, the rule is when you go to artscroll.com, always use promo code radio. This is America's one and only Jewish Moments in the morning radio program heard on listeners sponsored digital radio. Rather, all the web at NahumSingle.com on the NahumSingle Network, and of course, on the beloved NSN app. Oh, there we go. Brand new. Well, this is the latest, I should say. Baruch Levine, Joey Newcomb, JM in the AM. Does the island know how much we all want Mashiach so bad? Let's make it happen, Kevra. Let's go! Let's sing! Do you stop and wonder what's going on? Can you remember happy days and where have they gone? Life goes by so fast, nothing seems to last. People feel the squeeze is on, it's really a shame. Can you hear the thunder? So many tragedies, disasters, so insane. This seems to be no end to this terrifying trend. And everyone you talk to feels the same. But many happy days are coming now. Why don't you please listen to me? We will be singing, dancing, laughing. Everybody just you wait and see. Miracles, amazing wonders like no one's ever seen.
Moshiach. Unite ourselves with Abbas Yisroel, understanding and respecting each other. Our Mikdash will then be rebuilt. What can we do that will help bring Moshiach? Unite ourselves with Abbas Yisroel, understanding and respecting each other. Our Mikdash will then be rebuilt. Oh Moshiach, how we want you now. Just stop. Just stop. 
combination of Baruch Levine and Joey Newcomb with that Mashiach medley. Thursday morning, Rosh Chodesh morning at JM in the AM. Many of you may recall that um, when we did our Dubai trip, now it's half a year ago, which is hard to believe that it's been half a year since we were in Dubai, you may recall that we met in person, live and in person, Flor Hassan Nahum, Deputy Mayor of Yerushalayim, who has been so instrumental in what I guess we can call the Jerusalem-Dubai corridor, as I like to put it. And um, her name is being floated for the uh, next head of the Jewish agency. I'm sh- I'd love to get her opinion about what's happening with this new coalition. And also, maybe we'll ask her uh, when people like me will finally be able to travel to Israel again. Deputy Mayor of Jerusalem, Flur Hassan Nahum, welcome back to JM in the AM. It's so wonderful to be with you, Nahum. Different circumstances, different <laughs> places, but we're back. Uh, yes, and, and frankly, as I said to you off the air, the next time we speak better be in the heart of Jerusalem. Are you getting any indication about when regular people like myself might be able to travel freely to Tel Aviv? Um, I'm, I Look, I'm, I'm in charge of tourism in the city of Jerusalem, as you know, and um, I was hoping this summer, I think it's going to be more like the Chagim, and I think that what we are looking out for now is a um, an agreement to be signed between Israel and the U.S. in terms of the vaccine recognition. Uh-huh. Once we've got that in place, it'll be much easier. At the moment, groups can come. So, Nachum, if you can get yourself on a group, we can get you in. Oh. If you can get yourself... <laughs> yeah. 
maybe we can ask uh, Ishatara to help us with that. <laughs> I knew you'd sneak Rabbi Berg into this somehow. Uh, look, the bottom line is we're, we're familiar with the current regulations. The reason I'm pressing you on this is because even as, as recently as yesterday, we keep hearing you know, not to be shocked if Israel completely reopens to vaccinated people uh, or again, you know, with a simple procedure, you know, PCR test and you can just come in instead of all the paperwork that has to be done now by July 1st. Now, you're saying the Chagim, do you think there's still a chance that for the summer with limited regulations, we will be able to fly? I really, I really, and, and I'm speaking to the tourism ministry a lot on this. Right. I wish could be as positive and optimistic to think July 1st. I don't see them being ready for this, but maybe we'll be pleasantly surprised. So let's have low expectations, and let's hopefully be pleasantly surprised, but we can't wait to have all our brothers and sisters back. Honestly, we really can't. Jerusalem needs it uh, emotionally, financially, any way you can think of, uh, and and we can't wait to have everybody back. Look, the bottom line is we've been surprised with the, the way some states have accelerated things here. We're a little bit surprised with the way some European countries are now allowing people in again with proper tests, etc. So maybe, 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 who knows? Flor Hassan Nahum is with us, Deputy Mayor of Yerushalayim. Uh, is with us live via telephone. All right, um, I predicted, not not that I'm looking for any credit here, it wasn't such a big prediction, I think it was easy to predict this, uh, that certain issues would hold up uh, the new coalition government. Uh, right now it does seem like the uh, jurisdiction over the West Bank and how settlements, quote-unquote, are going to be handled is the latest issue. I know there was an effort to get this done by tonight or by candlelighting in order to go to a vote in the Knesset on Sunday. Do you have any inside word about the likelihood of this coalition actually forming? Well, listen, I'm, uh, I'm in the Likud party, um, and I think everybody's pretty much accepted um, that this coalition is forming. I don't see that there's any major issues that is going to throw this down. Uh, in the Likud, at least, uh, my colleagues, my friends, everybody's kind of accepted that we're going, we're going into opposition. Um, there's a kind of a general feeling that um, we don't know how long this coalition will last because the people in it are ideologically have really got nothing much in common except for the fact that they want to get rid of uh, Bibi Netanyahu. Right. So we don't know how much it holds up, but they've, they've got also mechanisms of mutual vetoes. So we could see a coalition that kind of holds up but doesn't really do much or doesn't certainly doesn't touch any of the kind of controversial issues and focuses on economic development, passing the budget, health, you know, maybe they'll focus on the non-contentious issues and will forget about all the other kind of politically uh, sensitive issues. That might happen, um, but really it's anybody's game because we're really in unprecedented territory here. Never has there been a such a, an extremely diverse coalition, and never has a person with seven seats uh, been the Prime Minister of the State of Israel, seven out of 120 seats. You know, in America, people just don't understand what's going on. Many countries around the world are like, what type of a system do you have that this can happen? <laughs> but we have a very complicated system. We have a really, it's a puzzle. Yeah. You know, I'll never forget Donald Trump saying, I don't understand it. Did you win or did you lose? <laughs> it's, not, it's a completely different ball game here. <laughs> Flora Hassan Nahum is Deputy Mayor of Jerusalem. You know, there are those who say, Flora, that, you know, there are a lot of political scientists who would say you can get more done as a member of the opposition than in a member of the ruling government. I'm sure you've thought of that. Well, I've got to say, I used to be in the opposition of the Jerusalem City Council 
and then I was also I was in both in coalition and opposition. It's very very different. On the one hand, you don't have that much influence. On the other hand, if there's if there's topics you want to fight, um, you have the freedom to fight when you're in the opposition. You have no freedom to fight when you don't agree with something when you're in the coalition. So it's kind of it's it's a very different experience. Um, it's it's really working in a very different way. It doesn't mean you can't get anything done. You can put things on the agenda that you, sometimes you can't do in the coalition by just, you know, talking about them and, and opposing things. And so I really don't know what's going to be. But in Jerusalem City Council, we have a much more, in local government in Israel, we have a much more stable system where we have five years. And five years is five years. You can't, you know, t- t- take it down. You can't just ban the government, local government. And so, you know, I'm in a relatively stable position of being able to really work hard for the city of Jerusalem, which ultimately represents 11% of the population of the state of Israel. We are the largest city uh, of the country by far, and we represent 11% of the population of yeah, the country. Yeah, not only that, but people would say you represent 100% of the Jews on this planet, frankly, by, by exactly. the by the work. Yeah, by the, by the work you're doing. And with that in mind, with that in mind, don't get upset at me for saying this, but as Bougie Herzog moves on to be president and your name is being bandied about to take over at the Jewish agency, people like myself who have seen the work you do in Jerusalem and have seen what you've done with Dubai's government and so many other things and the, and the economic councils, etc., are, are somewhat uh, 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 hesitant to let you move on to the Jewish agency because of how effective you've been in this position. What are your thoughts about that? Well, first of all, it's a it's a long uh, it's a long race, um, and uh, I, I you know I think that there's a lot of other worthy candidates, and certainly um, you know I'm very very proud to have my name uh, being thrown around and to be in the ring. Uh, we, we don't know what's going to happen, and uh, it, would be, it would be my privilege to serve not just my city, my country, but the entire uh, Jewish people. Um, I, I come from the diaspora, as you know. I made Aliyah 20 years ago, so I have an insight on what it is to be a diaspora Jew. I have an insight on what it is to be an immigrant, and I would love to serve the, the, the Jewish people in that way. Um, and believe me, there's ways to serve the city and the country and your people from whatever position you're in. It's a question of energy, conviction, and vision, and I'm here for my people, um, and I will always, and I will always be here to serve my people. That's what I've dedicated my life to up until now. I'll also say that uh, you know, as a youth, and you probably remember this from your days following the news from Israel from uh, from the diaspora. Uh, many of us were always skeptical about the role of the Jewish Agency. I think now, especially because of how dependent diaspora jury is on Israel, which is unprecedented, frankly, uh, for it to be at the level that it's at, I think the Jewish agency has the potential to have a tremendous impact on world jury. If you if you were to get to that position, I understand it's a hypothetical and it's a long road, but are there a couple of issues that you would love to see the Jewish agency undertake? Absolutely. Um, for me, there's three main issues which are currently uh, on the agenda, I think, in the Jewish world. The first is how do you combat anti-Semitism? I think that's uh, unprecedented the way that uh, Jews have been attacked all around the world, um, and especially in cities in America that people would never have imagined. And to that end, I'm organizing, I'm currently organizing a solidarity mission to the United States. It's always the, the American Jews who come here on solidarity missions. And I think, you know, you don't forget Jerusalem. 
it's time to sort of forget you. So that's the first thing that I'm doing, and we have to figure out what tools and what innovation we can bring to our communities abroad to defend themselves better and to be able to be more resilient when it comes to these attacks. Uh, the second thing, I believe, is absorption. I think the Jewish agency needs to get back to, uh, to its original task of absorbing Jews. I think there's going to be a lot of aliyah coming uh, because of the circumstances, because of corona, in general, because of many things happening around the world. And I think we need to do a much better job in absorbing successfully uh, all the Jews uh, around the world. And I think these are uh, issues that I think the diaspora-Israel relationship also has to be strengthened and taken to a different level. So there's so much work to do. Uh, whether I do it from Jerusalem or from the Jewish agency, I will, it's really my privilege um, uh, to live a life of meaning uh, for, for my people. And, and uh, you know, that's what makes me get up in the morning and, and, and makes me tick. <laughs> Flora, you are, you're such a powerhouse. It's unbelievable. I mean, solidarity mission to the USA. My God, what a great... I can't believe I didn't think of it. I cannot believe I didn't think of this. What a great... Con- now, can I come and see you? I might be there in two weeks. I, I want to come and see of you. Of course you're going to come see us, and we're going to discuss this whole thing on the air. And, and, I'll, and I'll tell you, the, 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 the fact that we, in all seriousness, and I know that there are a lot of people that, that you might think of uh, that, I, that I would be alluding to that you have to work with. I get it. But there are many of us who feel there's been a a uh, irresponsibility amongst American Jewish leadership in the wake of all these anti-Semitic episodes. We thought there'd be a greater response from the establishment in this country to what is happening. We thought that our leaders would be calling on our government officials, especially the Jewish ones, especially the ones who quote-unquote love Israel, who love the Jewish people, to be a lot stronger on this issue and make their voices heard. And that hasn't happened. And now that you have to come from Israel with a solidarity mission, I'm sure you'll be visiting Washington or certainly public officials and government officials that serve there. And obviously you'll be you'll be meeting with leaders here. The fact that this even has to happen is such a statement, but it's a brilliant idea we welcome it, and I cannot wait to uh, to greet you here on this side of the uh, on this side of the ocean, because it's just it's such a wonderful concept, and we thank you for it. And yes, we are in a in a Absolutely. in a very very challenging situation right now, and I can only imagine. Listen, I no, I was gonna, I was gonna, I can't I was gonna, judge I, Jewish leaders, I can't judge Jewish leadership because I don't live there, and I don't know what it is that they're going through. But all I know is that we know that our brethren abroad does not forget us, and we, it's our responsibility as the state of Israel to strengthen our diaspora communities. We are all one, and that's the bottom line. Yeah, like I said, you represent 100% of the Jews of the world in the position that you have. Whether you get to the Jewish agency or not, even in your role in Jerusalem, you're doing it. And by the way, I would imagine you, you. I would imagine you work very closely with our friends at Nefesh Benefesh. I would I would assume you're one of their biggest fans. <laughs> yes, we're 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 mutual. We have a mutual fan base. <laughs> yeah, I can imagine. Um, yes, good. my my good friends, and I help them in everything that I can, and they're. Great, great part of this story of absorption, and of course we'll continue to work with them very closely here in Jerusalem. All right, so please God, by the end of June, you'll you'll be here visiting us, right? Please God, I will let you know ahead of time. Amazing. Uh, God bless you, and and send our best. Thank to the, you. Michael. Please send our best to the holy city. I think you hear it in my voice how I represent thousands and thousands of Jews in the diaspora who who can't tolerate this physical separation anymore. So our best to the holy city of Jerusalem. Thank you so much. And Shabbat Shalom to all of you. Shabbat Shalom is right. 
Flor Hassan Nahum is deputy mayor of Jerusalem, and she's amazing. She's amazing. Can't believe it. How did I not think of this? Solidarity mission from Israel to the U.S. Yeah, we can't depend on anybody here anymore. We need people from Israel to come. We need people from Israel to come. Amazing. Just amazing. 27 minutes after 8 o'clock in our next half hour, Dr. Lior Gottlieb with Psalm number 122 of the Shirei Malot, Shirei HaMalot, that he is uh, examining for us in memory of the wonderful and incredible Mayor Weingarten. Oh, Mayor would have enjoyed the conversation we just had on the air. And I'd probably be calling him tonight to speak to him about it at length. Unfortunately, that uh, can't happen anymore. By the way, on the topic of mayor, thank you. Thank you to everybody who's donating to our campaign, our spring-summer campaign in mayor's memory. Some people have written some unbelievable things, especially indicating even a couple of weeks later of how shocked they still are by the news of Parshat Nusso. Uh, it was Shabbat Parshat Nusso that mayor left this world, and we found out about it, of course, right after Shabbat. So I thank everybody who's honoring his memory with donations here and donations in other places. You should know there's going to be a big announcement from NCSY uh, probably in the next 24 to – well, what's today, Thursday? By Monday, there's, there's going to be a big announcement from NCSY about what they're doing for mayor this summer. Something really beautiful. So like I said, kudos to everybody who are sponsoring Shurim who are on the uh, Tanakh learning program, who are on the Talmud learning program, who are doing unique things in memory of Mayer. And we're doing, of course, what we feel is unique for us, which is Dr. Leor Gottlieb with Shirei Hamalot. And we have other plans as well um, in Mayer's memory. But thanks, and of course, again, thanks to those who are contributing, either by mail or by uh, fjbunity.org in memory of Mayer. It's much appreciated. More coming up. You're listening to JM in the AM.
JM in the AM. Moshav Band, Lachadodi, Bowie Vishalom, and before that, World on Fire here on a Thursday. Rosh Chodesh morning here at JM in the AM. All the traditional additions for Rosh Chodesh. Yalaviyavo, half Hallel, special Torah reading. Musaf, Barchinafshi, and whatever your custom calls for on this uh, Rosh Chodesh morning. First of a two day Rosh Chodesh. Rosh Chodesh uh, today and tomorrow. So again, first of a two-day Rosh Chodesh. Uh, well, every day uh, during uh, every weekday during the Shloshim for uh, Mayor Weingarten, Mayor Nachum Ben David, Mayor Nachum Ben David, uh, we are presenting. Uh, actually, Dr. Lior Gottlieb, more accurately, is presenting a, a beautiful explanation and analysis of uh, each of the chapters of Tehillim that start Shir HaMa'alot, or in one case, Shir Lama'alot. And uh, Dr. Lior Gottlieb, who is, of course, uh, Mayor's Chavrusa, in addition to being one of the greatest uh, Bible um, scholars in the world, um, has prepared for us uh, every single day an analysis of each one of the chapters of to heal them uh, from Sh- that that begins Shira Malot. So uh, today it's chapter one twenty two. Today it's chapter Kuf Chaf Bet. Doctor Lior Gottlieb, in memory of Mayor Mayor Nachum Ben David, Psalm number one twenty two Kuf Chaf Bet here at JM in the AM. Mizmor Kuf Chaf Bet Psalm one twenty two begins as a pilgrimage song par excellence. Immediately after the title, the psalm breaks out in jubilation. Samachti be'omrimli beit Hashem nelech. I rejoiced when they said to me, "We are going to the house of Hashem." The mizmor then leads us, as it were, through the very gates of Jerusalem and then into the holy city. Omedot ayu ragleinu bisharaich Jerusalem. Jerusalem habbenuya keir shechu beralah yachdav. Our feet stood inside your gates, O Jerusalem. Yerushalayim built up like a city joined together. It is at this point that the careful listener may begin to realize that something in the psalm is amiss. Why would a participant in the Aliyah Regel under the Davidic dynasty describe Yerushalayim as Benuya, as built up? Why would anyone assume otherwise? The hints continue in the next two verses. Shesham alu shivatim edut lehodot to which tribes would go up in, pil- in pilgrimage, the tribes of Hashem, to give thanks to Hashem's name. The sense of past tense calls us to wonder, was that no longer the case then? For there were seated the thrones of judgment, the thrones of the house of David. Again, the sense of past tense, describing a glory no longer present and sorely missed. It is for this reason that Mefarshim, such as Radak, the Meiri, and Rabbi Yeshayav Trani, place the words of this Mizmor in the lips of the exiles of Galut Bavel, yearning to see once more the magnificence of Yerushalayim, while Ibn Ezra mentions the possibility that it refers to the Bait Ashlishi. When understood in this light, the remainder of the Mizmor is a prayer for Yerushalayim's revival, and for the restoration of its past glory. Hear the love and longing for Yerushalayim in the repetition of the consonants Shin, Lamed, and Mem, which comprise the key element of its name, Shalem, in the next two verses. 
שאלו שלום ירושלים, ישליו אוהבייך. יהי שלום בחילך שלווה בהר מנותייך. Pray for the peace of Yerushalayim. May those who love you be tranquil. May there be peace within your ramparts, tranquility in your citadels. Not just for the physical city's sake, but for its people. For the sake of my kin and friends, I pray for your peace. For the sake of the house of Hashem, our God, I beseech good on your behalf. Yerushalayim, 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 Yerushalayim.
J.M. and the A.M., I just left a message for uh, Dr. Lior Gottlieb that his uh, presentation for three minutes a day is not only <laughs> is not only inspiring us with the words he has in memory of Mayer from Shira Malot, uh, but it's affecting our playlist because <laughs> both Laman Achai, which you just heard from Shlomo Kalbach, and Om Dotayu from the Solomon Brothers, of course, are in Chapter 122 of Tehillim. So, yeah, the ripple effect. The ripple effect affecting our playlist. Yaakov Shweki in there with Hine Elokenu. That's brand new here at JM in the AM. I want to thank listener Ralph. He uh, mentions the award that Miriam Wallach and I accepted last night, the Distinguished Service Award from NCSY. Thank you. And Ralph, thank you, and thank you to B for being there. It was quite a night, to say the least. And um, and it was wonderful. Um it was wonderful to be there with family and friends and be recognized. Thank you, NCSY. Uh, listener MK Fish says, suggest you make a separate recording of Rabbi Lior's commentary when it's complete, a special tribute to Mayor's memory available for continued learning. Yeah, well, we basically have it already. Uh, go to NahumSiegel.com slash Shear. NahumSiegel.com slash S-H-I-R for Shear Amalot, not for the word Shear, uh, but Shear, S-H-I-R. NahumSiegel.com slash S-H-I-R. All of the presentations by Dr. Lior Gottlieb that we've already aired are there. Again, it's uh, NahumSiegel.com slash Shear, S-H-I-R. We were trying to do NahumSiegel.com slash Mayor, but every time, every time we did that, it went to an interview that I did with Mayor K. <laughs> so that didn't work. Uh, but it's NahumSiegel.com slash Shear uh, for the Shearim 
S-H-I-R, for the shiurim about sheer hamalot that we are presenting courtesy of uh, Dr. Lior Gottlieb in a memory of Mayor Weingarten. Uh, support us at fjbunity.org. Please support us, fjbunity.org. Our spring-summer campaign is underway. Again, please support us at fjbunity.org or with the envelope that has been uh, sent to you. Please return it with your generous donation. By the way, I mean, I, I heard what Flora Hassan uh, Nahum said, the deputy mayor of, of Jerusalem, but it, I don't know. They're still talking about it. It says here in the Jerusalem Post, coalition agreements among the parties forming the new government have yet to be completed due to disputes over how to handle Judea and Samaria. So I don't know. I mean, they need to do this by the end of the week so they can get the vote done by Sunday, Monday. That's how the timetable works. I don't know if it's going to happen. Also, I was so sad to hear about the passing of um, of um, Rabbi uh, Rindenau. Uh, we actually went to pay a shiva call to Rabbi Rindenau in Israel when, when the Rindenau family lost their son um, in that IDF training accident four years ago. And he passed away from COVID-19 at the age of 64. I was so sad to read that. Uh, and not only was he a regular listener of ours when he lived in New Jersey, he actually told me at his son Shiva how he helped search for my father on that uh, fateful night uh, in March of 2008 when my father was missing. Um, so I remember him fondly, and I'm so sad to hear of his passing. And as I said earlier, very sad to hear of the passing of Dr. Shusheim who had a real history with this network and did so much great work in saving so many of the babies of Israel with Crib Efrat. If you're not familiar with Rabbi Dr. Shusheim's work, go to Crib Efrat on the web and, and check it out. And was so sad to hear of his passing just short of his 80th birthday uh, just a couple of days ago. Achenu Israel and Achimachem, our brothers and sisters in Israel, we are with you. It's your favorite America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program. Heard and listeners sponsored digital radio around the world, the web, and Achimachem, the Achimachem Network, and of course, the beloved NSN app. Wraps up a Thursday at JM and AM on this Rosh Chodesh Tammuz. Don't forget all the traditional additions for Rosh Chodesh. Um, well, live lunch between 11 and 1. Miriam Wallach presents her conversation with Hadassah Lieberman between 10.30 and 11 on That's Life. Full schedule coming up for a Thursday, including Mark Zomik's Arab Shabbos show tonight at 7 p.m., then tomorrow at 3 a.m. and tomorrow at 10 a.m., all brought to you by the wonderful people at Kedem. That happens at 7 p.m. tonight. Fresh new show for Parshish Korach week. And, um... What can I say? As I always say on a Thursday, there's just no reason to touch that dial. Keep it here all day today. Keep it here all day tomorrow. Simple as that. If you don't receive our daily thread, write to Avrami and tell him AF at NahumSiegel.com, AF at NahumSiegel.com. And please support us at FJBUnity.org, FJBUnity.org. Till tomorrow, Nahum Siegel reminding you, remember the past, live the present, and trust the future.